1: Welcome to the Simply Vegan podcast, your weekly dose of vegan chat and interviews with some of the leading names in the movement, brought to you by the team at Vegan Food and Living, the UK's only vegan magazine. In part one of today's episode, we're talking about eating out and why vegan meals cost the same as meat ones. We also chat about living in a vegan bubble, which air fryers are worth the money and where you can now buy artisan vegan cheese on the high street. And in part two, I'm joined by the amazing singer and actress Kate Nash for a lovely chat about her new vegan comedy, Coffee Wars. We discuss whether dairy is a feminist issue or not, why the general population need to stop being blamed for climate change and what it's like to be a vegan whilst on tour. Have got your gym kit on? I have
0: got my gym kit on. I know. Yeah. I've, I'm an active wear mum today. Yeah,
1: I love it. Very Thanks. sleek thanks
0: it is very very sleek I feel a bit like do you know when you see cyclists particularly men cyclists and you can just see everything there's nothing <laughs> left for the imagination there I kind of oh. feel a little bit like that but it's fine because I'm in my house and no yeah. one can see me apart um, from you <laughs>
1: exactly it's a podcast so we're, we're safe
0: <laughs> yeah exactly this is the this is podcast attire this is what I wear when no one's looking <laughs> It's because I have to put it on in the mornings, otherwise I will not work out. If I put comfy clothes on and um it gets to like at the time I'm about to do a workout, I'm just like, Well, now I've gotta go change and all this other stuff. So yeah, I'm such a child, like I have to put like have such a routine.
1: No, I'm exactly the same. I've but this week has been comfy clothes every single day because yeah I'm still recovering from my weekend but oh yeah, my god usually... I'm so
0: excited to hear about it I'm actually kind <laughs> oh. of jealous I wish I gave
1: oh bless <laughs> you yeah you should have come it was it was a massive laugh like I was literally just like you know when your tummy hurts from laughing yeah
0: you.
1: they're just such a bunch of nutters they really are um uh, these are like my so school nice. friends and um they're just yeah they're just mad and they bring out the madness in me so it was <laughs>
0: I love that where
1: did you go <laughs> well it's only like I mean it's really embarrassing it's like 40 minutes from our house but it's just like it's not embarrassing from where we live it's not you know but it's just like a big house with a hot tub and like a big massive kitchen and we're just kind of like cook, cooking and drinking making cocktails dancing around a bit and just being we'd play some games that sounds so nice I love that it was really good. But yeah, a couple of late nights and I just can't handle it anymore. Like it takes me so much longer right. to recover.
0: And I sound like such an old woman and I've mentioned it every single day since Sunday. But the clocks going back have really done me. In. <laughs> yeah.
1: I saw but- a thing on Facebook and it was like Americans when the clocks change and they're like, oh, like a longer, lighter day. Fantastic. They're all positive <laughs> And all the Brits are like, it's really messed me up. I've, I've, what time is it what day is it
0: <laughs> it's an hour difference and I, my body's just like what's going on yeah it's... i'm normally in bed by like half nine sometimes which okay. is very early i go to bed at half nine and i'll watch telly in bed on my laptop yeah um but recently last night i went to bed at 10 to 11 oh what is that god. that i know what is that on a wednesday <laughs> god
1: this is the uh, the rock and roll podcast that you are listening to right it now. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! We're, yeah, I am trying to. I like, am trying my best to stay in a positive mood, but oh, yeah, I could literally do like a three hour podcast just moaning about the fact that it's just. I feel like I am living in a, a like a post apocalyptic world at the moment because every day mm. I wake up and I am like, "Where is the sun? It's it's
0: disappeared. It's gone." <laughs> there is a little bit of sunshine here but not is a the...
1: lot.
0: it's not a lot but it's fine because it's coming it's coming I feel I feel like even when it's like eight o'clock at night and it's still kind of bright
1: yeah that's
0: it's giving me a bit of hope
1: must stay positive anyone listening on different you know in different countries they must be like what is the thing with this Constantly... where do they live <laughs> barren wasteland we do we live in darkness Anyway, yeah, the the girly weekend, I was, um, so the interview today is with Kate Nash, who is so super lovely. I'm so excited to listen to it. I I love Kate Nash. Yeah, me too. I mean, I didn't sort of fully like appreciate how amazing she was until like, you know, the interview was booked. And then I started looking and I was like, oh, yeah, I love that song. Oh, yeah, I love that. (laughs) And she's been in like so many shows
0: as well. Like she's a really, really talented woman.
1: Yeah, she is. And so down to earth yeah I was saying that like the the weekend with the girls was a bit of a wake-up call because I just yeah I need to get out this vegan bubble more often Molly because I'm I'm literally like I, I was in an
0: echo chamber
1: yes I, I was shocked like at the weekend how much how much meat everyone eats and it, and maybe mm. it was just because we were having a you know a weekend away I don't know indulgence I, I'm not, yeah and um you know they'll probably listen to this and I'm not judging you at all I promise but yeah it's um I don't know how how do us vegans get out of this bubble if we if we're not surrounded by people that that are yeah. vegan or veggie I
0: think when you are around it for so long sort of like a vegan How if you live in a vegan household? i know that yours isn't predominantly vegan obviously because your son and your husband but i'm the exchange student um of course yeah, don't forget nina <laughs> <laughs> you're outnumbered now so i mean you should this is that was your easing into it but whenever i go to like my boyfriend's parents or whatever for sunday lunch and see a big old bit of lamb or something like resting it's just to be like oh that's a bit weird <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know and it's also like I, I suppose people who I'm surrounded by who do eat meat are like all like reducing or yeah 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 you know, they're quite interested in in that side of things so yeah it was a bit of a um it was a bit of a culture shock but I think I think that was a good thing because did you have to... your
0: converting hat on no
1: no I was no. very good I was very quiet I just said like maybe two things and they they were okay with that they were fine with it <laughs> um, but it was you hard. Want to be invited back.
0: you want to be invited back next year
1: yeah please <laughs> let me back
0: <laughs> did you manage to get any cheese did you manage to get any cheese no
1: N- no they bought me a thing of vegan cheese bless them oh it was nice. just I think it was just like a little or Audi one um but yeah I didn't I didn't get the expensive nut cheese it was it was just the end of the month and I was like I can't really afford to spend like 30 quid on...
0: pounds,
1: yeah <laughs> yeah christmas it was like over 50 quid, and um but hey have you seen the news that um laugh homagerie are no. gonna be hot off the press this is molly i don't think it's even oh on our God. website yeah <gasps> we better get a story written up um yeah i actually La... don't
0: write news anymore
1: okay <laughs> someone else then someone else do it quick <laughs> yeah La homagerie the artisan cheese brand um are launching in I think it's 120 Waitrose stores (gasps) so at Christmas they kind of had a trial yeah and um I think it was less stores then but but obviously it went really well which is amazing means you know people were actually buying it so yeah they're rolling out to 120 stores and then I think if I've read it right they're rolling it out nationwide (sighs) Oh. it's happening at last. We're going to be able to get really good oh. cheap in our local supermarkets, which is just... You're going to have
0: to stock up and freeze it because I think you can freeze them.
1: Yes, that's a really good idea.
0: Yeah. Oh, mate, I'm just dreaming of the brie. God, the yeah. brie is so good.
1: Yeah. Like, um, remember, it was like the brie, the camembert. Um, I think like... They the do Stilton. like a blue
0: as well, don't they? Yeah. And some sort of... And then they do kind of like... I, think I might do a cheddar or sort of like an orangey kind of one. Well, it might be like a chilli situation. I'm not too sure.
1: <laughs> <A> chilli situation. <laughs> yeah, but I, that, you know, was was some brilliant news because it, cheese has sort of been lagging behind a bit, hasn't it? The, yeah, you know, beef, and this, thing.
0: if you've not had La Femme, Marjorie, God, you really, <laughs> really... We're not sponsored by them, I promise. <laughs> we really aren't. We're just big fans
1: <laughs> how's the um how's all the air fryer testing going you seem to be like oh, testing God. air fryers every single day Mike, I literally
0: am I'm I um my front room looks like I could open a John Lewis like there is <laughs> so, there is so many like kits and just kitchen appliances that are just stored in there because I'm reviewing them all for um Vegan food and living website. Please go and read them by stuffing from there.
1: <laughs> yeah, please make it worth her while.
0: <laughs> but yeah, it's going alright. I mean, I'm kind of sick of them at the moment, but it's all good. I'm. There's lots of different air fryers.
1: Yeah, no. and I'm I'm confused now. So, which out of all the ones you've reviewed, which mm. one would you recommend for someone without an air fryer? <sighs>
0: so it all depends on like your kitchen size and um like how big your family is and stuff like that you can get sort of just basic single drawer single baskets I think it's called I I know it's called <laughs> um <laughs> I know it's called this um single basket air fryers which kind of like just do air fry and you can cook like basic things in there like two three portions or whatever um but i was lucky enough to try the ninja double jaw um air fryer and yeah that's just changed my life why is it why is it so sexy an appliance shouldn't be that sexy
1: (laughs) do you know what my sister's got that one she's got a big family and it's yeah like teenagers and you know it's like lots of different kind of um people like eating different meals and stuff and she said yes yeah. life it's changed her life she did a roast and I think she said it took a I can't remember it was like 40 minutes or half an hour or something yeah
0: you can do because you can like because it's double drawers you can cook separate things on different temperatures and different times That's um so and cool. you can and you can set it so that it finishes at the exact same time wow. which is just mad. yeah it's bizarre you can bake in it you can roast in it you can grill in it you can yeah it is amazing i think it is 200 pounds but there's not yeah is i mean it? it's not it's not in everyone's budget but there's loads of different ones yeah um we've also got a i've also worked on a cheap um air fryer um roundup that is also on the website as well so if you're in the market for an air fryer yeah go and have a look at my go work and have
1: a look. <laughs> <laughs> Um, does it, sorry, just one last question about <laughs> air fryers. Does, does it save on um, washing up as well? Because um, you're using all the pans and stuff. Well, yeah,
0: I mean it depends on like what you what you're cooking really, like um, so yeah, I suppose it it would I like if you're doing kind of like, for example, chips or whatever, like I don't, when I'm air frying them, I don't put them, I don't pre-boil them, I just cut them, soak them for a little bit, and then um, just put them straight in the air fryer. So you've not got the additional pan to, that you've, like, boiled them in or whatever. Right. Um, and they're very, very easy to clean because they're all non-stick and stuff. Is yeah. yeah, simple.
1: Okay, amazing. Are you, um, what are you doing for Easter? I've got Easter coming up, haven't we? I see that Aldi's mm-hmm. got a, a lamb, like five pounds. Yeah,
0: I know.
1: That's cool.
0: Yeah, it looks like it's got some sort of stuffing in there. Um, yeah, I, I... So um my partner's family from Ireland are coming down. Um uh, I know and I've I don't have I met them. I don't know if I've met this particular couple that are coming down. Um so we are going over to his auntie's and it's gonna be like maybe fifteen of us all kind of having like a big old Sunday roast, few
1: wines
2: Maybe.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, i love that i can't wait for the long weekend okay. oh i yeah. know i love it so much friday to monday
0: delicious yeah <laughs> um yeah i don't know what i'm gonna eat though i have been at the aldi lamb, but it's just unfortunately every time i go into my local aldi it's got nothing there so i'm yeah. a little bit i'm a little bit sort of burnt from that I, I yeah i'm can... just going to sort of like MS or something
1: yeah, it's it's like you called it once the hunt, <laughs> it's the like hunt, the excitement. But then on the flip side, it's like, can I be bothered? No,
0: <laughs> no, exactly. And then it's just like I'm gonna waste petrol to go to this shop, which is kind of further than my local Tesco or m or whatever. So just like might as just go to those ones first as last, really.
1: Yeah, I peaked too soon because I got so overexcited about doing like a vegan beef Wellington with a mushroom duck cell or whatever it's
0: called. Ooh.
1: that was for Mother's Day, but. I, um, I sort of Googled a recipe and hadn't tried it before and it was just like really chewy. Mm. And now I'm like, you know what? I just can't be bothered to make it from scratch. I oh. going buy something.
0: I, you've just inspired me to make something. Oh, what? I
1: don't know. I feel like,
0: um. oh, do you know what? So I went out for a belated Mother's Day roast um, this weekend. Um, me and my three other brothers and sisters and all of our partners came. Um so it was like eight of us and we all went to Cardiff Bay, which is just if you've ever been to Cardiff Bay, it's just so lovely.
1: Oh is that um, um the, what the hotel? Oh the actual bay.
0: The actual bay.
1: Oh right. I yeah think I have
0: years ago. Yeah, it's it's been there for a while so probably. <laughs> um <laughs> yes yeah, so we went there and um I had a roast and the main was I was a little bit dreading it because going out for a vegan roast sometimes it's just not worth the price yeah
1: I'll tell you about mine on the girly weekend in a minute but yeah amazing on.
0: um but this one was a celeriac porcini and pearl barley um wellington which s- was so tasty Ooh. um it was really really good it was kind of more like a parser than a wellington um but i mean doesn't really matter does it s- lovely delicious filling wrapped in pastry delicious oh, um, is- and
1: something a bit different as well it's yeah exactly oh,
0: i love celeriac have you are you I
1: love celeriac. Dabbled in celeriac? Oh. oh yeah, I'm a regular celeriac remoulade maker. Oh
0: yeah. wow, you've got,
1: you've got to get on some of that bit of yeah. vegan, vegan mustard, Dijon, oh. um, vegan mayo, mm. and then Dijon and lemon juice. Uh,
0: what is a remoulade? It sounds like a sort of jam.
1: It's no, it's like um, sort of like it's just grated raw grated celeriac like like coleslaw oh it's, okay it's french and it's just celeriac grated with mm, delicious. yeah mayo and mustard and stuff
0: i um there's this incredible restaurant in bristol called root and it's kind of um i think about, i've definitely talked about it on the podcast before it's plant focused they do have the like odd meat and fish dish but it's sort of predominantly plant based um and it's just so good. Oh, I love it. Oh. If you can't hear my tummy is rumbling as we speak. Um <laughs> can starving. you hear me? <laughs> I
1: can't um, hear
0: it. Oh, good. Um but I went there for my birthday last year and um the chef who embarrassed me I can't remember his name. I'm um, embarrassing for me that I can't remember his name. Um and there was a celeriac sort of broth in his book.
1: Oh nice. Oh
0: and it was so good with dumplings and oh, so delicious really light and kind of like kind of good for like those sort of i don't know summery days that are like a bit miserable
1: yeah <laughs> everyday then everyday <laughs> everyday <laughs> Every of a british summer yeah what, what can i just ask how much was your roast then in cardiff 16 pounds god blinding. i i i wasn't happy with the
0: overall quantity because it was kind of like the sort of sides were all shared so kind of like um I had roasties of course and then um maple carrots which I didn't really taste a lot of maple on but that's fine (laughs) um and tender stem broccoli with almonds um uh, and it was nice that was tasty but there just wasn't a lot of it overall and for 16 pounds when i'm having celeriac pearl barley and mushrooms in the main it just I doesn't know. like it doesn't add up
1: i know well when i was so we went to a country pub um that's just down the road from the house and um, everyone had um, i think there were like 3 of us that had the veggie vegan option which was mm. um, beetroot and butternut squash wellington Um, And everyone else had meat or like a mixture of meats. So theirs Mm. came out and they've got a massive Yorkshire pudding. They've got Mm, kind of the meat. The the plates were kind of like stacked up, you know, stacked up high. And then I think they also had like extra veg, like uh, cauliflower cheese and stuff.
0: Yeah. All of the like additions.
1: Yeah. So um, mine came. (laughs) I sound like so spoiled complaining, but um, it's just... It's just not right. It was fourteen pound fifty, which was the same price as the roast beef. Yeah. I mean, how can you charge that for a bunch of vegetables? And the, yeah. Welling- the Wellington, like you say, it wasn't a Wellington. It was like a parcel, it, like a sort of Greg's like pasty steak.
0: situation. Yeah,
1: and yeah. It, was, it was really soggy. And I just thought, I mean, I ate it and I enjoyed it, but it just, I just feel like saying, it's great that you've got the vegan option, but can we step yeah. up a bit now, please? Because exactly is, like, a lot of money. I- I'm not sort of like,
0: uh, I I kind of sound a hypocr- hypocrite because I am kind of a bit salty about the price. But I appreciate that it takes time and it takes the chef's, you know, energy to, and to create the menu and all that. I'm not denying that. But I think, as you say, when it's the same price as the sort of meat alternative and they've got all of those extras probably for like i guess you'd probably have to pay for the cauliflower cheese but like i think you're putting and all of those kind of things
2: yeah.
0: it's just like why are we not thinking about some other stuff
1: i know, and know? Beef. beef is so expensive yeah, so how exactly. can that be the same price as um
0: mine was yeah mine was exactly the same price as the other ones it's not on
1: <laughs> i know do you know what i feel like this episode's a bit of like putting the world's to the, putting the world to <laughs> rights because um I, I was doing the same with Kate Nash and I, you know when you sort of like try and sort of like you're listening to yourself talking thinking you know like when you're recording the podcast thinking oh like rein it in rein it in Holly yeah, stop, yeah, yeah. stop getting on your high horse and being all like you know that's vegan but yeah. then I was talking to her and I'm like well it's Kate Nash
0: it's a it's a safe place, but <laughs> this is a vegan podcast. We can talk about <laughs> vegan things. We can talk about our annoyances. We can talk about what makes us happy. Yeah, true. I, talking about things that make me happy, I made the most incredible meal. Um, When was it? Monday, I think it was. It was a Caribbean feast. I think you liked it on my Instagram.
1: Oh, yes. Oh. That looked amazing.
0: It was so good. It was so good. It was... um. Vegan brown stew, so brown stew is a um, traditionally like a meat stew, Caribbean, um, normally with kind of like chicken or sort of pork or anything like that, really. Um, But we used mushrooms and we just chucked some vegan chicken in there. So easy to make, just kind of marinate onions, peppers, tomatoes, um, lots of thyme, um, some scotch bonnet uh obviously the mushrooms and the chicken as well and put some like um like more Caribbean seasonings in like the everyday seasoning and a bit of Maggie's as well which is just like just umami flavor mm. times a million is so delicious. Have some of that in there, a little bit of red wine vinegar for acidity um and you just cook it all down, add some stock and oh it's so simple. It's such a humble meal. But because you've got like the flavours like the thyme oh, and pimento in there as well, which is um, like a kind of all spice. Um, I don't know if you've ever tried pimento, but it kind of looks like a really big black peppercorn um, oh, and you okay. kind of just crush it, you crush it down. And yeah, it's just really um, aromatic. Is that, is yes. that the flavour profile? I think fragrant. so. Yeah, fragrant. Um, So you had that with Callaloo, um, like braised Callaloo, if you don't know what Callaloo is, it's kind of like um it's in greens. a can. Yeah, it's kind of like greens, kind of like spinach and cabbage kind of like combined into one. Um so it had that with um some fried onions and tomatoes and all the other lovely bits as well. Oh and dumplings oh my god it was such a humble meal and it was just delicious i can't stop thinking about it
1: i love how molly describes her simple humble meal as like this (laughs) caribbean feast it's like oh yeah yeah just chuckle that on on a monday Monday night night. everyone else is eating like vegans like linda McCartney sausages you're like i just had this really humble caribbean feast of of (laughs) and oh
0: it's just so good. I I just love it so much. Um, I'll make it for you.
1: Okay, thank you. Can you make it for everyone listening?
0: Yeah, let's do a supper club. Oh my God, I'd love to do a supper club. I
1: know. Well, someone said about um, next time we're in London, we should do a Patreon meetup, which I think would be a great idea. That sounds
0: so lovely. Yes, we can, um, yeah, we can maybe all just go out for food or something. That would be yeah. really nice. Oh, I
1: do love it. that idea. I know. Perhaps we could go to Turtle Bay because they've got a new, um, mm. new vegan me- menu. Have you seen that? Yeah.
0: I have seen that. i literally just saw it. Isn't it fifty percent of the menu vegan now?
1: I think it's forty-two percent. So nearly. nearly I'll 50%. take that. Yeah, I'll which take is that. Brilliant. So yeah. I
0: love. I love. I do love Turtle Bay. Um, I just love Caribbean food. Delicious.
1: Me too. I love the Caribbean. Please, can I go there now? Thank you. Should we just
0: go? Should we just go?
1: Yeah. Let's stick it on the. <laughs> we'll stick it on the company credit card. <laughs> yeah. Let's just go. <laughs> Oh, well, keep listening because Kate Nash is up next, star of Glow and new film Coffee Wars, which is a vegan comedy, uh, which is out this month. And she's just, yeah, so lovely, so down to earth. And um, we kind of put the rose to rights, but that's fine. She's Kate Nash. She can say what she wants. Exactly. Welcome to the podcast. It's so exciting to have you on. (laughs) Thanks for having me. That's brilliant. So um, I've just actually been, I'm a little bit crazy today. I've actually been away on a, a girly weekend um, in like North Dorset. And um, when I told them I was interviewing you today, they were all kind of going a bit crazy and playing all your songs all weekend. So. <laughs> That's so funny. So yeah, Foundations was a bit of a an anthem for the weekend. And um, my friend said, She'd never speak to me again if I didn't tell you how much she loved you in Glow. So <laughs> oh,
2: that's so nice. <laughs> Thank you.
1: So let's just get that out of the way first. So um what point did you go vegan then? What's
2: tell us your story? Yeah, so I went vegan in 2017 after I watched Okja. You know them. Do you know that movie?
1: I haven't seen it, no. I've heard of it, but yeah, tell us tell us a little bit about it for anyone who hasn't. It's-
2: yeah it's a really amazing film um it's it's like a comedy kind of action with a heart and a message um and it has a really incredible cast there's like a lot of actors that you would know in it and uh there's basically this super pig that's been grown for the meat industries to like Create more meat in kind of a quicker way, and they're these like giant, giant pigs, and they're so cute. They're they're like animated, animated pigs, right. like CGI kind of pigs, um, and they're placed in all these different areas all over the world in different farming um, kind of like to see which farming techniques work best for the meat, and it's a competition and uh there's one in korea with this little girl and the the little girl basically grows up with this pig and she has no idea that her uncle is part of this competition and you see them kind of on adventures throughout the day and then this jake gyllenhaal plays this kind of like evil cartoonish sort of like vet but he's coming to pick up the pigs to bring them to like the meat competition And so one day she comes home and the pig is gone, her best friend called Okja and he's been taken away to New York for this competition and she's like Okja and like basically goes on this rampage to save her best friend and you meet all these different vegans, there's like one guy, Dev Bostick, plays this vegan who's so vegan, he doesn't eat anything. So he's just always like fainting (laughs) because there's like problems with like every part of the food industry. Um, And yeah, I was sitting there, I've just gone through a breakup and like I was with my dog, Stella, and um, there's this scene at the end like it's quite fun most of the way through. And then there's a scene at the end where Okja's in real trouble at one of these farms and all the pigs are getting like hung up and shot. And there's just thousands of them in these big pens. And you are watching it and you're like, I know this is a a pig that doesn't exist. This is like a CGI, like made up imaginary pig, but like this really happens. And you, there's no denying it. it just like it, it's just this moment in the film where it hits you—the reality of the way that we produce food. And I'm sitting there with my dog, and I'm I'm like, I, I think I actually said out loud, "Okay, I get it," or something like that, because I just felt like I've been vegetarian for eight years, and I sort of ignored the issues of the dairy industry, um, as one does when they're vegetarian. Um, and I just had this realization that I didn't want to contribute in any way anymore to the industry. Going vegetarian for me was about not eating animals and not wanting animals to be killed. And then veganism for me was like, I don't want to participate in this because we've just gone too far. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what we're doing anymore with, it's not even food, like Some of the meat, as you know, I'm sure that is produced has to be sprayed with chemicals to be edible because it's covered in so much of its own, like the animals covered in so much of its own feces because of how they're kept. And when you're like listening to that, it's one of those moments with human beings where you're just like, what happened? Like, what did you, what happened to us? Why did we, we've now, we're now making food out of animals, which people can eat that is unedible, inedible because of how it's produced. Yeah. And like my mom's my mom has always said this when she goes to the supermarket, she's like, I don't need a hundred different types of shampoo. Like why do we have so much choice? And choice is incredible, but the way that we're producing and like mass producing food and kind of everything um, that's you know mass-produced is terrible for the planet. And like honey, for example, is, you know, some people, some vegans will eat honey, some vegans won't eat honey. I actually think that eating honey, if it was in my local area, you know, made by somebody who ha- kept a bunch of bees and, or in like from a local farm or something, that's that's kind of how we should be interacting with nature, right? Is is like that? That's good for allergies. Um, But I go to the supermarket and there's like a billion golden bears and different types of honey and not all of them are made ethically. And I'm just like, I don't wanna do, I don't wanna be involved until we've figured out how to kind of make food without doing this damage. I just don't, I can't guarantee that I'm gonna be able to participate this in a way that like, I'm okay with ethically. So there's like the political and the personal. The personal is, I don't want to eat animals and I'm, I am I don't want like cows to be separated from their calves. You know, I find it like, I don't think we should eat babies. I don't think we should mess up like babies and mothers. Like that's obviously evil to me. Um, and then there's the other side, the political side, which really is where veganism like comes into. It. It's like as a full spectrum is just that like we're we're like, we're just so out of touch with anything that is natural. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not like, I get that there's a way to kill animals that isn't, do that is like ethical. For me personally, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to kill animals. I want to be friends with them. But I I understand the concept that like someone can run, like can can kill animals ethically, and then they like but what we're doing is just unethical and and also I don't want to kill animals and I don't I love animals so (laughs) there's actually sides of of it for me that makes sense
1: there's just too many humans and I keep you know we keep saying this every week I'm speaking to all these different people and we're like there's just too many of us and we're greedy and we you know we want to like you know all these big industries trying to make more and more money and squeezing the animals into smaller crates and spaces mm. and it's just, it's just all you know i don't that.
2: even know is it that there's too many of us because isn't there so much food waste and they've they're apparently like pouring dairy like out because there's just not like there's so much waste is the yeah. thing like yeah. we're just we we could actually feed everyone on the planet like I, I i think there's like statistics about this i don't know them to quote them but like the amount of food that like supermarkets are throwing away and then the amount of people that are like hungry and can't eat, can't afford to eat or are like starving, you know, what are we doing?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's just all, (laughs) it's just all messed up. Um, I mean, you're quite a big feminist, aren't you? And I know um, a lot of people sort of, you know, believe or or, um, kind of feel that the dairy industry, you know, dairy is a feminist issue. Would you agree with that?
2: i get that i think that i don't know if i don't know if i'd call it a feminist issue but i do understand why why people think that because it like if you just think about the concept of motherhood and like taking babies away from mothers when they're like clearly distressed i i it's like this why would why would we ever think that that was um i mean i've seen all the footage i've watched all the, the horrible documentaries and like it does seem very unnatural to like. It is unnatural to take away a baby from its mother. Mm. So I don't know. I'm not sure I, I I would call it feminist, but I completely understand the connection because it's like a mother issue, isn't it? It's like yeah. taking away from its mother.
1: And I th- I think you know female animals do tend to suffer terribly within the <clears throat> excuse me within the animal industry. You know you've got pigs in faring crates just lying there, feeding their babies and, oh, you know, it's it is, it's horrible,
2: yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> why do you, I just, it's overwhelming to like, think about, I feel like at least being vegan, I can feel good about that. I'm just not participating. Yeah. It, it, you have this definitely a heightened sense of awareness because you're totally switched on to why you're not doing it. Um, but the good thing is you can just think, well, at least I don't contribute to any of that because I can't stop it, I, but I don't, I don't fund it in any way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It can be overwhelming and quite sort of can sort of get you down a bit, can't it? Because yeah. you just think, you know, what more can I be doing? But Coffee Wars is a vegan film. So that's brilliant. Yeah. So you're spreading the message. Tell us about the new film. It's out, Is it out this week?
2: It is out. I don't know the exact date in the UK that it's out. It came out in the US last week. Um, We'll have to find the right date. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'll put that in the show notes. Yeah.
2: Um, But yeah, well, I mean, I read the script and I just felt really like I could play this character. I feel like quite similar to her in ways where she's really strong minded. She kind of knows what she thinks and she's not afraid to say it. at the same time she doesn't always think before she speaks or she's just like not, you know and i feel like i'm kind of like this like my ideals and my ethics and my passion always like comes first it's the first foot in the door um to like do what you believe in and like run your own business um so i really relate to that and you know it was just like a fun way to talk about veganism and i became vegan after watching a film so i actually know the personal impact that it can have because like I'm a vegan because I watched Okja. Yeah. <laughs> so like it can really have an impact. And I think that the more awareness that there is um just in all these different did you ever see that uh Simon Amstel's uh like mockumentary that he did about the future where did you see that? Oh, I don't
1: think so. No, I'll have to look that up.
2: He's vegan and he's done like a vegan comedy mockumentary right. about this like vegan like uh activist who said that he didn't want to be called vegan anymore like why do you call us a vegan like you're a carnivore yeah (laughs) Uh, and then there's all these like kids in the future that are all vegan (laughs) um but yeah i think that like it's just so good to to raise awareness in a comedy where it's not like it's really not about making you feel guilty um because Joe isn't always right either, my character, she's not always right. And she's definitely like, she's got like sort of a one track mind with it. And it's like her way or the highway. And she makes mistakes and like messes up because she's also like trying to like make her business work. So she has to make sacrifices, um, ethic sacrifices. And I think that like comedy is such a good way to reach people because it's not going like, you have to be vegan. Um, and if you're not, you should feel terrible about yourself. Yeah, It's more like, oh, think next time you order your coffee, maybe you'll, you'll actually order an oat latte or a coconut latte or whatever it is. Like we have to like think about the choices that we're making. And I feel like there's a more of a like mass scale desire to do that yeah. um, because of the interest in climate change because of the effects of climate change and what they're saying about humans surviving, uh living on this planet. Yeah. <laughs> Stop trashing. The planet. That. I always think I always think this that like save the planet was like a, like a I wonder who created that campaign because I feel like whoever did, either they did it with the best intention, but I think it was a mistake or I feel like you'll find out it was someone like BP or something that invented it, Because <laughs> you know that they invented like your carbon personal footprint that was like made up by BP to, to um, it's like a marketing tool to stop people thinking so much about big corporations and to think about your personal impact. Whereas really they know that the, the little that we can do is like a speck of dust in like the ocean that they yeah. could like clear out literally oh my
1: god I didn't Um, know that that's yeah that's just awful
2: I know I know but I think save the planet is really similar because if you if you're like save the planet people are going to be like I don't want to fucking save the planet (laughs) I swear sorry like I'm trying to pay bills I'm trying to pay rent I'm trying to get a job I'm trying to raise my kids I'm trying to like whatever it is like that you're doing in life like save the planet is a bit like okay it's it's like so out there it's so fluffy and you can't save the planet you're a tiny human, you're like so small, you're an ant on the planet, but you may not survive what you do to the planet. That's the thing. It's actually, it's not about saving the planet. Planet will be fine. She's going to be like filled with trash and plastic, but she'll just overgrow it. And there'll be some mushroom that comes and like eats everything. And like, there'll be so many storms and different like ages of weather that like, the planet's going to survive, but humans won't be able to live on the planet anymore because we we'll have destroyed our habitat. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the point. I think
1: it's making it more personal, isn't it? Because like you say, it's such a, a sort of, um, an abstract idea, save the planet. Like what, what does that, you know, what does that it relate? Mean? To?
2: <laughs> it's too large. You know what I mean? And if you think about like the average, like everyday, like working person who's kind of, I mean, it's interesting to talk about this now when there's so much about um, in the news about the schemes that are coming in for climate change in London to stop people driving. Um, And it's like all these like old cars that are going to be 12 pounds a day. But like who has older cars, people that can't afford new cars. So I just feel like I understand the effort, but I think that like it ends up being your like the working classes that sort of get screwed over. Um, And then it's like blaming it it constantly. It's like shining this light on like, oh, working class people, they don't care, or they're stupid, they're ignorant. And I just get so infuriated because I'm like, no, they're trying to live and they keep getting screwed over and not like considered in the bigger picture. And I think it just creates more division and more like separation between the classes. Um, So, yeah I think we we need to think about like the individual and like the work the working classes and like how we can all be a taken care of and be like contribute but like we should be being taken care of a like first you know what I mean yeah. by the people who actually like have the power to do that um, it's just there's there's this girl um I follow on Instagram called I think it's like shark. I have to look it up it's called like shark girl madison or something it's a really it's a really like difficult instagram to follow right she's she's really passionate let me look it up and see what it is she's really passionate about sharks um and yeah shark girl medicine she's very very passionate about sharks she's like a tech diver and she's also a filmmaker she's from australia and she films and makes documentaries about um basically like fishermen that like kill sharks and she goes into why this happens like what 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 is actually like it's like those people that are being blamed for everything because they're doing this like violent action but it's like so many systems that have like created this job and sort of like explaining the whole context for like the thing that you hate why is that happening and like should you really be blaming the fishermen Or is there like, is there like a bigger picture? And is there someone else more responsible for like what's happening? Um, I think in this age that we live in, it's really important to dig deeper because we're so reactive now. We're all 14, we're all like at school on Instagram being (laughs) like, oh my fucking God. You know what I mean? Like we're all so quick to judge others now, we're so reactive, but there's got to think deeper.
1: It's so true. And I think the problem is we're all so busy and, all these issues are so complex. I mean, we did yeah. an article, an article in Vegan Vegan Living magazine about palm oil, and mm-hmm. you know, it's it's not black and white because there's yeah. you know, yeah. palm oil is is providing jobs in these areas, and sustainable palm oil is actually like you know fine, but it's who has the time to kind of right. research unless you're passionate about it, and like you say, if if you're living on the breadline and trying to just get your get through the day and you know, like work and kids and everything else, then that's not going to be on your priority list.
2: Yeah. And it's difficult to like, like it is actually difficult to, to change every single thing in your life. Um, And that's coming from a perspective, like someone who's like privileged, I can afford to do that. I don't have kids. Like I have time to like um, me and my boyfriend during the pandemic, we were like, okay we're not going to have any we went through this phase of like we're really going to try and not use any plastic it was it was insane it was so hard to do because when you start realizing like every single thing I buy in the supermarket has plastic everything you start getting really overwhelmed because you're like oh well I guess I can't get any of this stuff and then you're like well can I just not get any of my favorite things I like to eat you know and you start getting all this like weird guilt and and then we start going to like refill places which are amazing but often they're not like everywhere they're they're often in sort of like bougier areas too yeah Um, and the the foresight that you have to put into going oh, okay we're going to run out of like dishwasher we're going to run out of like washing up liquid and every now and then you're like oh I can't I'm just I need it now like we're going to get the easier option or work yeah. it just is actually like a lot of effort in our modern society to to make to make the effort if that makes yeah. sense it's like a lot of effort and, and that's coming from someone who like it doesn't have kids and like my job is is lots of different types of hours and um yeah so I found that really interesting because it was just so difficult to do and it really makes you think um of like the messaging is so important and accessibility and like considering every person in the world and like what the different circumstances are that we all live in like we can't just preach and like expect everybody to like jump on the train of like the ethics train, because it's like, what are the circumstances? What's the bigger picture? Um, although like the great thing about being vegan is nowadays there's lots of options, lots of education about like how to be healthy. And um, I think that like, it is a really easy thing to join in with, even if it's something that you don't wanna do all the time. Yeah, Like, I mean, you, we shouldn't be eating meat every day, even if you're not vegan. Go vegan or vegetarian for like the f- five days a week, you know what I mean? And that's going to make a difference in some way. Because, yeah. like, my mom always says, um, when she was growing up, like they just bought meat when they could afford meat, and that would be like once a week or once every two weeks. And if and people that go back to like, oh, it's like the caveman diet or whatever, it's like, do you think cavemen were killing animals like every day? Do you know how hard it is to hunt like have you watched alone <laughs> it's really difficult to hunt especially like if you were a caveman like what tools you would have like they wouldn't be like killing animals and eating meat every day they'd like kill one animal and that would last a really long time and then like it it would take up energy and like resources to go out and kill again so yeah. it's like there's no argument to me that makes any sense that anyone should be eating meat every day like I don't see that how that's healthy for a human I don't think it's natural um and you're probably compromising like unless you're rich and privileged you're compromising on like the quality of the meat that you're eating and like what conditions that animal went through and also like if that food is even healthy for you if you can even call it food
1: I know I know I was because I live in such a bubble with the whole vegan thing because it's my job and you know like okay my my husband's not vegan but he will own you know he only tends to eat meat when we're in a pub and you know it's kind of quite removed from me and um you do exist in this little bubble and then um being with as I was saying with my girlfriends there was like 10 of us um I think there was one veggie and me vegan and it was very much like um you know oh but what oh my God, you can't have butter. And it was like, <laughs> I was the alien, you know? And um, yeah, they were kind of having the bacon and sausage and stuff. And I'm just like, sort of in- inwardly freaking out, thinking that's yeah. carcinogenic. <laughs> and I I sort of plucked up the courage because I don't want to ruin their weekend constantly ramming stuff down their throat. So I was just like, did you know that bacon's carcinogenic? And they were like, what? And, and I just <laughs> presume that everyone knows this because I'm living in this bubble. Right. And actually- yeah. People don't. Why do people not know that bacon and sausage are classed the same in the same category as smoking? Like, why?
2: Why? I didn't do- know that actually. Didn't you?
1: No. Yeah, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. so, yeah. so why is this not common knowledge? We're we're selling cigarettes with all these horrific images on, quite rightly, um, but then right. meat's just out there, you know, kind of we're feeding it to our children at, at the school fate and stuff, and it's like
2: no. <laughs> that's really a good point yeah I wondered um if I, I have wondered that before like is there going to be like will the beef industry kind of end up being like what the cigarettes mm. no I don't know it's so yeah. uh it's so fascinating the whole yeah. thing because now with cigarettes you're like now there's like um what they're called vapes
1: yeah and they're just
2: everywhere and you see them like there's so much like more actually like maybe vape vaping is worse because at least people can make their own choice and it's just like paper and if you want to do something now you have the education to know it's not healthy but like you're not just buying like disposable plastic constantly to just like vape all day yeah like not even just going out for a cigarette like a few like but people, I have a friend who just vapes constantly. He doesn't even realise that he does it anymore. And it's all disposable, like pink little plastic. Yeah. Refills. Like, this is worse. You should just smoke. <laughs> just smoke.
1: <laughs> but if you look at how, you know, where we were, even, even what, 10, 20 years ago, you know, I remember going into a pub and yeah. smoke, smoking when I was, you know, 22 or whatever. And there was a lady there with newborn twins. Yeah. And, You know, I kind of I felt a bit guilty, but I thought, well, I'm in a pub, so you know, why have you brought them in here? Whereas now, it'd be like, can you imagine doing that, sparking a a cigarette next to a a newborn baby? (laughs) Yeah,
2: (laughs) be arrested.
1: Yeah, (laughs) you should be, but yeah, you know, so so you know, if we could do that with meat, then how amazing would that be? You know, warnings about health and how it's impacting the planet and You know, I don't know whether we could go as far as what happened to the animal. I think people might be walking around traumatized then, but.
2: (laughs) I know it is, it's traumatizing. It is. But I do Um, think like everybody should see it. I know, but it's. I know it's like, I know there's like different opinions on how aggressive to sort of be about it. But I made the choice when I was vegetarian i was not watching any of that stuff because i was like i didn't have to i'm vegetarian like i don't have to know i've already made a commitment but then there was a point where i was like actually i think i should still know because i actually can back up what i feel yeah with knowledge and it's those images have never left me like i've never forgotten them ever and it's yeah. deep upsetting. but that's the reality of the world that we live in. And I think definitely meat eaters should have to at least see it once because yeah. just see it because it's like, that's what you're doing. And, you know, food became, I suppose like, I don't know when like things like chicken nuggets were invented, but that's when we just started getting so dissociated from like what we were eating and not really like wanting to like be, have bones in our food or anything that like reminded you that it was actually an animal so then there's like less connect even less connection because yeah. it's really processed
1: until you find like a foot or something <laughs> accidentally <Yeah>. in the
2: <laughs> oh
1: yeah okay I feel like I'm traumatizing you
2: today I've <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> lost my appetite now
1: <laughs> yeah. oh dear I mean it's you know there's so many difficult topics to tackle as a vegan and um you know it, it like we said it can it can affect your mental health can't it but I think like going back to Coffee Wars it's it's nice to sort of have that hot, light-hearted relief yeah. and just kind of look at it from a different angle because not everyone can watch these difficult films with exactly. you know I, I personally I'm like everyone uh, should watch it yeah. and
2: I'm like no, that's
1: actually, the way, yeah. the way. Yeah. I Go, take, take it back done. don't watch it yeah I mean I'd I'd love meat eaters to watch these things but as someone who's a massive wimp, I can't even get through them myself. So I think, you know, if there's another sort of angle that could spark a little, um, a little true. seed. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Comedy's the way, comedy's the way.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, it's true. <laughs> because you could, you know, like, I think what's great about um, this film is the character's like, she's like losing her cool so much in the film about what she believes in, but everything she's saying is true. And she's kind of like so angry at people that are trying to order like a normal coffee. <laughs> um, I love breakfast. the normal,
1: like whenever, when normal I know it's like, are you having a normal breakfast or a vegan breakfast? I'm like, it's the way round.
2: <laughs> you know, I think that, that could change, especially in coffee, in the coffee world, because um, I got an email the other day from Stumptown Coffee. I'm like, subscribed to like, they're a big, Big, like, coffee brand in um, America. Okay. And they now are going to serve oat as their normal milk. Oh, so they sent out an email saying the standard, like, milk that we're going to serve is oat. And if you want dairy, you have to ask for it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. Cause that's, that's like, and, and you know, actually, the coffee connoisseurs, we had some, like, coffee, cause the coffee competitions, which our, our film is about a vegan coffee barista played by me. Um, and there's like a team of misfits who like work in my shop including Social Monica Jackson, Wayne Arthur and like um, the guy giving us the beans is Jordan, Steven and, uh, Jordan Stevens and um, there's just such an amazing cast in the film um, uh, and we go to like I'm very passionate about coffee and I'm also like in loads of debt so I signed up to this coffee competition where the, the prize is a lot of money and these coffee competitions really exist and we had some of the winners um oh, work no. on our film the winners of the the competition like I think they were like we, we shot in Serbia and it was like the Serbian winners I can't remember what year but they like taught us how to make all the coffees and stuff and they also told us that oat is the best milk to have with coffee because it Affects the taste of the coffee the least. So if you're like a coffee like purist, you shouldn't right. be. It, it should be sacred. Like it, 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 it's it's a crime to put dairy right. in your coffee.
1: Yes, because it's yeah, it's like a sort of sour flavor, isn't it? though it's so
2: sour once you've. But that's only once you've like left it. Yeah, I
1: think. yeah. Because even now,
2: if I walk into a, a sh- I walked into a shop the other day and I was looking at like it was like a really nice shop with like vegetables and like lunch and then it had like cheeses and wine and when I walked in the section that was all the cheese and I was like I could really like <laughs> smell the sour fit the sourness of it which is so yeah. weird I never thought I'd fit, be grossed out by cheese because Lisa love cheese
1: mm, yeah same
2: like smell yeah. you can smell the pus and the blood probably <laughs>
1: Do you um, sort of turn things down now because of your ethics? Do you sort of find it really important to like only work on things that kind of align with, with them or does that not, is that not really sort of come up so far?
2: That hasn't really come up. I think um, in terms of music, you know, unfortunately, like there's going to be loads of meat and plastic served at every single festival that I work at. Um, it's cool when you get to do things like uh, me and my friend and writing partner, Rebecca Johnson, shot our own short films. And we, it was like a completely vegan set. So all the crew and everybody was fed with like vegan food only. We made two short films like that. And it was just, it's cool to like know that you can do that yeah. without being apologetic or something, you know? Because um, you kind of get nervous to to, like you said, you don't want to like, you're like oh is everyone gonna be okay but and that's how i i run my tours now too like i won't buy meat or dairy on the rider Brilliant. so when you're an artist you like ask for food on your rider at each venue that you play out and like the promoters will kind of provide food so that your crew and everything can eat during the day um but i won't do meat or dairy anymore because i'm vegan and like it's a realization that like oh i don't want to I'm not contributing so I don't want to like contribute in any way yeah. and you're still feeding people I really believe in feeding people I think people should be fed very well um but if anybody wanted meat or dairy or eggs or anything on my tour they'd just have to buy that themselves afterwards and everyone's been completely fine with that because they're still yeah. like you know getting fed good food so
1: yeah exactly I love that I know my mum sort of battles with it because she's got vegan and um meat eating grandkids and she's like, Well, I have to do you know, she invites everyone around for tea, like the big sort of family <laughs> gathering. She's like, well, I've got to do a meat option. They eat meat. And I'm like, but you don't, because you're vegetarian. Right. It's not gonna kill
2: them to not have, have
1: meat. Yeah, yeah. one
2: one meal. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: But yeah, it's oh, um, poor mum
2: like that's classic mum though, isn't it? So they want to look after everyone. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Bless her. Okay, oh, Kate, it's been so nice to chat to you. I mean, there's so many more um issues we could cover. Are you are you at any um are you at, like vegan camp out or anything this summer?
2: Um no, but I am at a lot of festivals this summer. Are I'm um, I'm at Bingley, uh, Why Not Truck Festival, tram lines, victorious. There's like a bunch going on this summer, which I'm really excited about.
1: Okay.
2: Maybe oh, I'll have to just go as a punter to the Yes. The- come. The- come.
1: Vegan Camp Out. It's in like- camp. Yeah yeah do it Some um, yeah I, I am so desperate for festival season now I am like so done with this winter it's gone on and on and on so
2: yeah <laughs> deserve it it's yeah. like in the air sometimes except today where it's like just raining and miserable but it is
1: yeah it's coming <laughs> oh, well thank you for everything you do and um yeah everyone check out Coffee Wars when it comes out and we'll let you know the date um in the show notes
2: awesome I hope you enjoy the film <laughs>
1: I really enjoyed my chat with Kate. Let us know what you think about the issues we discussed. Email simplyvegan at anthem.co.uk. You can also leave us a review on your platform of choice. It helps us to rank in the charts. So please do take two minutes to go and do that for us. And also, don't forget you can join us over on patreon.com forward slash simplyvegan from just £2 a month. We've got free content, we've got videos of all our interviews, we've got regular lives, and lots of events in the pipeline. See you next week.